the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the WC podcast, where we explore workforce development issues in Southern Nevada. Today, we have a very special guest. She is a member of the Workforce Connections Board and also the administrator of the Employment Services Division of DEDER. Linda Parvin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So tell me what you think about this new studio. I think this is super cool. All the equipment that you have in it, it looks wonderful. It's just also such a great way to get information out to a large group of audiences. Yeah, and I think that's what we're doing. We appreciate that you came because our first round of interviews are with our Workforce Connections board members and our LEO consortium members because we want uh, everybody to know each other a little bit better. As you know, we always have new members too. It's a great way to introduce the new board members to the existing uh, members. But I want to start by talking about what's on everybody's mind, the pandemic. It's had, it's changed our world really in many ways. And I know that over the last 18 or more months, you and your team at Dieter have been just swamped with uh, many issues, UI not being the the least of them. So I'd like for you to uh, tell us, you know, I've been on many calls with you about how difficult those months were, but maybe give us an, an idea in your own words of how difficult it was, how challenging it was for you and your team to navigate the challenges that that brought. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share this. I think my team works super hard. I, I'm super proud of them. Um, many of them worked uh, 60 to 70 hours a week, every week, all through for over a year. Um, and unemployment insurance is a complicated system. It's not easy to learn. Um, all of our staff, um, those working on workforce, as well as our regular unemployment staff, all had to learn new programs, and everyone got switched over to unemployment and, and, you know, it was difficult, not only the work that had to be done, but people were desperate. So the, the calls that they were taking and the people they were talking to were really hurting. And, and that's hard to do every day for 60, 70 hours a week. So um, we're still working very hard. There's still a backlog and we're still working on that. But um, the team really came through and they've done everything they possibly could to help people. I, I uh, am a first row witness to that. I know that, we, again, that I've seen how you and your team reacted to very real challenging cases because the system wasn't perfect. It was a a very imperfect system that was uh, old. And and again, who would have expected what we saw? But yes, I agree. Uh, And now that that your team is uh, exiting, or if you will, transitioning out of the worst days, again, it's not over, as you said, but uh, the good news is that the Job Connects are are back open. And so we're going to start working together on helping people get back to work. And so what are some of the challenges that perhaps you see now ahead of you in the next few weeks and months as your team transitions from that emergency crisis mode to maybe back to a new normal? Uh, Yes, we did a soft opening October 1st of the Job Connect offices. So we haven't really put that out in the press yet just because we were concerned There are no unemployment insurance offices in the state, and we were concerned that people would come there with their unemployment problems and we wouldn't be able to help them. So um, we'll we'll get to where we can open it up more broadly and and announce that to the public. But right now we're really focusing over half of the staff in workforce are new since the pandemic. So they've never done workforce services. So imagine having 60 to 5% about of your staff have never done these services at all. So they're learning and, um, and they're learning with people who are 
in a situation where they're they're the more difficult to serve. They're they're not working and they've been out of work for quite some time. We're also trying to serve people in person and virtually. For those people who are worried about their health and, and having health concerns still with the pandemic, we're trying to serve both ways, similarly to your, your folks, you know. Um, and then there are still lots of employers looking for employees. And there are unfortunately about 50,000 jobs our research and analysis bureau predicts are not coming back. So, um, Helping people understand that getting retraining is really valuable to them right now is is mainly our goal. And, and Linda, you're so right. Part of our challenge is moving forward is that many jobs aren't coming back. And so people will be transitioning to new jobs. So that means new skill acquisition. And it's interesting that it's not just the people we serve, as you said, it's even within our teams that are uh, the skill acquisition need is there. And, and we have new members uh, on those Job Connect teams. Talking about new as you know, over the last year, as a matter of fact, the first year celebration is coming, uh, we worked with theater to open the Employee MV Business Hubs. And these are, uh, again, centers that are specific to employers, where we put, uh, we design the space and we put staff that's trained uh, to serve them. And we are lucky because the, 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 our largest chamber of commerce here uh, in the Valley, uh, the Vegas Chamber, whose CEO is on our board, Mary Beth Sewell, she invited us into her chamber down there in Symphony Park and said, you know, I want to host this one stop for employers. And so we have one there. And then a month later, we opened one at the beautiful Sahara West Library. And, and since then, also most recently, last week, we were with members of your team in North Las Vegas City Hall because Mayor Lee said, I want a also an access point for my employers in North Las Vegas to go and, and tap into the public workforce development system. And uh Today, we will be later in Henderson because same thing, Mayor March, uh, you know, sees the value of bringing these services that are meant for employers in the same space that they provide other services to employers like business uh, permits and certifications and plan checks and, and et cetera. I know that I've seen the numbers that over the last year, these hubs have uh, helped about 270 uh, small businesses, uh, again, connect to the resources that help them recover and grow from the pandemic. But tell me about uh, perhaps your thoughts on that. Um, even though it's been difficult to serve employers because they've been struggling, and, and even though they wanted to be open, there was no business for a long time to be had. And there's still, there was capacity restrictions. I mean, challenge after challenge, but tell me what you think about at least um, in its first year, the fact that we're working closer together to serve businesses, and also what do you see uh, in the future for these business hubs? Uh, thanks. Yeah, we're always interested in finding ways to reach more businesses and getting the, the services that we provide closer to the businesses and where they're already receiving other services. Obviously, it's just a great win-win for everyone. We have so many services available for businesses, and we I don't think we internally the system does a good enough job of getting that information out to businesses. I mean, all the, the, the financial incentives that we have, but also just the services to help them find employees and, and other services that we have throughout the workforce system. I think this is just an opportunity for us to have, you know, more spotlight shown on the services for businesses. I agree. And Linda, we, of course, your team and our team, we work together because uh, and we, I mean, we're always trying to find also ways to, uh, as you said, make that message uh, more accessible because a lot of times it is a PDF document that, that is hard to find. So we've made videos together, animated videos to show the employer 
Uh, number one, we can help you with talent recruitment at no cost. And a lot of times a small business owner wears many hats and is spending time recruiting talent when we can do that for them. But then when they hire an eligible person, they can they get an, an incentive that, they, that is triggered uh, 30, 60, 90, 120 days, up to $2,000. They also can qualify for on-the-job training through Silver State Works or our programs. And so, and that can add up very quickly to, you know, 10000 And if you uh, have two employer employees, that can be 20000 That's a lot of money for a small business. So uh, thank you for partnering with us there at the Hubs. I wanted to ask you also, in the time, this is not the first time you've been on our board. <laughs> you've been on our board before. Uh, I, I am very, uh, I think, happy and proud that uh, on our partnership with Dieter and how we, we, we work together on many levels. And I'm also proud of the work that the board has accomplished, thanks to board members like you that support the staff, that tell us uh, just a few months ago you, you helped us out understand a little better uh, how we can uh, provide training to youth that it's not always, at least right now, it didn't have to be on the ETPL for youth. And so, again, it's, it's, um, it's things like that that help the staff. And we have board members like you that are, that are always um, helping us with the work. And so in that regard, what has been perhaps in this second uh, or in this last time around as a board member, your most, um, the thing you've enjoyed the most, I guess, about being back on the board? Well, and, and I think you, you actually just hit the nail on the head for me. Um, this opportunity on the board this time is a little bit different, and I feel like there's been more opportunities to collaborate and to provide that kind of assistance. I mean, you know, I'm participating in some of the projects like the Chef Jeff project, the CCSD Behavioral School project. I mean, just being able to offer some of our resources, whether that be knowledge of the what's allowable and what's not or actual financial resources, has just been really rewarding, and I'm hoping to be able to to do that more often and, and provide more services to our, you know, our job seekers and our students here in Nevada. And we hope so too, Linda. We're looking forward to uh, years ahead of us where we will continue to collaborate the way we have. And all of it is uh, at the end, we collaborate. When we collaborate well, it, it helps uh, the people we serve. As you said, it's at the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about the services that we provide to people who need them, whether they be job seekers or small businesses that are looking for, for employees. So my last question for you would be, again, looking forward to these next few years ahead of us, what are uh, maybe one or two things that you want to see us accomplish together? Well, I think, I think working on the, the business services and getting that word more out to employers and having more employers take advantage of the opportunities. I mean, we don't talk about the tax credit opportunities that they have, but we also could probably do a better job getting our OJT programs, more knowledge, our WEX programs for students, the work experience for students. Um, you know, that, that would be great if we could get employers that wanted to come in and, and help participate and teach our youth how to act on the job, things that they, they might not learn in school that they could learn on the job. For, also for new employees, whether they're youth or, or adults, as some people haven't been in the workforce for a long time, and employers could really help out the workforce by by giving that experience to people who are new. I agree with you, and, and I'm going to, uh, I think, take action on that, on the WEXs, which uh, means work, for, uh, work experience. And so we have on the website for the Employee MV Business Hubs, which is www.employeemvbusinesshub.org, we have a new resource guide, a digital resource guide that really talks about those different things. So you can click on it and it tells you what a work experience is or WEX as we call it, what an on-the-job training is or OJT as we call it. And so I'm going to get with the staff to see if we can, uh, how we can work with you to really 
increase the participation of employers because not only, uh, as you said, would they benefit from having new employees and, and the incentives that we have to help them acquire those new employees, but also they would benefit, from, I think, from helping us prepare the, fu the future workforce, those youth or those uh, adults who need that experience before they advance in their career. So uh, thank you, Linda, for being with us here today on this episode. Uh, do you have any final thoughts as we depart? No, thank you for the opportunity. I, I think I think all the new things that Workforce Connections is doing is just wonderful. And this ability to reach more audiences is super. Great. Well, we thank you for being here today, Linda. Thank you. And thank you for being on our board. Thank you. So that's it for today's episode. And we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Until then, stay safe.